Welcome to the Real Film Nerds Podcast. Happy Wednesday, everyone, and welcome back to the Real Film Nerds Podcast with me and my friend, Mysterious Mike Talent, who is still in the closet, but this time he doesn't have pants on. Normally, he doesn't have a shirt on. He has a shirt on, but he has no pants on. Mike, are you wearing at least drawers? Yeah, man. Yeah, I got shorts on. You just can't see him. Oh, Jesus, Mike. Did you sit in some bubble gum? No, no. No bubble gum. Okay. All right. Then I'm not going to say what that was then. Gross. Mike, this week for Real Film Nerds episode number 316, we're talking about the one, the only, John Wick Chapter 4. Yeah, man. John Wick. He's back. Again. And again, and again. John Wick can never die, Mike. That's true. He can't. Okay, so, Mike, I know I jumped right in, but uh, uh, how are things? Uh, good, man. Real good. Uh, you know, it's uh, it's it's good to be, uh, you know, through March, through through the birthday, survived. So Through good, your birthday? Good stuff. Through yeah. uh, your... Uh, St. Patrick's Day birthday. Uh, what other birthdays do you have in March? Uh, no, that, I think that's it. the The St. Patrick's Day is kind of weird, man, because it's like it's that's the day that my area shut down for for the pandemic. So it's kind of like a weird reminder of oh, that was three years ago. Well, uh, I went out and I drank, so I had fun. It was good times. Oh, well, my my area uh, basically was like, uh, St. Patrick's Day is canceled, no more nothing, and everything closed. You don't have any pub crawls or nothing, huh? No, no, everything shut down. Airports, everything. It was done. Well, no, I know a few years ago, but you didn't have a pub crawl this year. Oh, no, no, I didn't do a pub crawl. Well, I mean, we kind of, we kind of did a pub crawl, yeah. You just went to a bunch of bars. You didn't do a crawl. Yes. Yes, it was not organized. It was not planned. We did not get a free drink at every place. Oh, dude, I wish it was a free drink. That's not how it works out. You go and you buy a drink at all those places, then you get a free shitty t-shirt that doesn't fit you unless you're a leprechaun. Wait, 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 wait. What kind of what what kind of what crawl do you go on, man? They usually include like a, a drink at every stop. No, you have to buy the drinks, but the t-shirt's free. Oh, man. But I don't like your crawls. If you don't want to drink, you don't have to. You can just go and get all of them stamped and then go get your t-shirt. I, I don't like your crawls. They're not very good. I, I had fun, but it wasn't a free drink. I paid for them. And, you know, uh, they do it outright. Some of the places have, like, out front where you can, like, get a stamp and then you just, you can, you have a choice. You have a green beer or you can get a shot of Jameson. I always go with a shot of Jameson. Yeah, man. Well, well, I mean, I guess after it depends on how many places, how long you're going, man. But uh, that 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 might be a a tough walk home. It, it was like twelve or thirteen. I don't remember. There was a bunch this year. It was all over the place this year. Wow. Okay. I woke up the next morning. My legs were sore, and I had a headache. It was terrible. <laughs> nice. So, well, I guess you had a great time. Yeah, so the top of me hurt and the bottom of me hurt. So a typical, you know, Saturday morning. All right. 
Well, <laughs> with that, Matt, do you do you want me to get down on the rundown? I don't know. Do you do you want to do you want to talk about John Wick Chapter Four, Mike, or do you just want to keep talking about booze? No, no. Let's just let's talk about John Wick Chapter Four, Matt. Okay, fine. I'm just trying to you know liven things up here, Mike. I'm trying, even though you're falling asleep into your green beer. Yeah, yeah. Well, you know, sometimes I put a little green dye in it. Although it's a red beer after John Wick. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it changes from green to red. Yes. Okay, go ahead. Do your thing. All right, Matt. John Wick, Chapter 4, directed by Chad uh, Stahelski. Uh, written by Shay Hatter, Michael Finch, and uh, based on characters by Derek Colstead. This movie is starring Keanu Reeves, Lawrence Fishburne, Lance Riddick, R.I.P. Buddy, um, Clancy Brown, Ian McShane, Bill Skarsgård, and Donnie Yen. And this movie is uh, John Wick uncovers a path to defeating the high table. But before he can earn his freedom, Wick must face off against a new enemy with powerful alliances across the globe and forces that turn old friends into foes. Okay, Mike, so John Wick, greatest movie ever or no? Uh, the first one or this one? What are we, what, what are we doing? What are we, whoa, whoa. Well, we just saw John Wick Chapter 4. So which one do you think I'm talking about, Mike? probably john wick chapter four i don't know if i'd say greatest movie ever but it was it was really good i still think the original is better than this one but i really enjoyed john wick chapter four no i it was it was fun um i i i kind of enjoy the world building that they keep doing with the different stuff with the um this just mysterious world of john wick i don't even know what to call it i guess the the Assassins uh, Underground? I don't even know what you would call it. What would uh, do you have do you have a better word, Matt? What would you call it? Dude, how can it be considered like underground when they just murder people in the middle of the streets and no one cares? They're just like, oh look, another guy died. So okay, here's one of my questions for the John Wick film. I talked okay. about this on the new radio program with Lisa, which for those of you who do not know, I'm back on the radio every Friday now, not Mondays. Talking with Lisa Live and Local. It's on a talk radio station. It's uh, Lisa Live is now what she's called, not Lisa Live and Local, which is Lisa Live. It's uh, KYCA. They have AM and FM channels. It's 103.5 and 1490, I think, is the AM. But you can also listen to it on the radio because they do it live. And then they also archive everything. So it's uh, KYCA.info. So anyways... I talked to her a lot more than I ever did on the other radio station. And we talked for way too long. And she is an engineer. She has like a staff now. And there's four of us to talk. It's kind of ridiculous. But Oh, uh, wow, dude. That sounds like a lot of fun, man. One of the things I was talking about is I noticed, Mike, in every single John Wick film, there is no police officers ever found. Or firefighters or emergency services ever, ever. Well, wait, 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 wait. Stand by, Matt. Matt. Oh, you I just know what? Watched, I take that back. I, You're I just right. watched John Wick two, one. Was that one or two when the house blows up? So, so two is when it blows up. But okay. on one, uh, the guy, like uh, the cop, comes and he's like, "John, you working?" Right. 
Right. That's right. I think that was still two, though, when the, the no, cop came no. and said, are you working? Or no, was it no, the same was, cop? It was the same cop in both one and two. Okay. That's where I and get it mixed I, up. They got the same actor. Yeah, yeah. And then and two, uh, you know, after his house blows up, I don't know if he's, he, he says something to John, but I don't think it's like you working. Um, it, it, anyway, uh, it, it was funny. And I like that they got the same guy again because it's like he only has like a few lines. But um, but other than that, Matt, you are correct. And it also appears that New York is a very, very scary place to walk around. Well, if you're getting like hunted by assassins, yeah, because there's a lot of murdering going on in New York or was. Yeah. And then they dem. Well, okay. Nope. I almost ruined John Wick 4. We're not going to do that yet. We're not going to do that yet. We'll get to that in a minute. In a minute. It starts with a D. I'm just going to stop there. Uh, All right. All right, man. Lots of D. Lots of D, Mike. But anyways, no, you're right. I just realized that. I was like, you never see the cops. You never see emergency services. But no, you're right. In one and two, there were. But you never see them in three or four. So I figured the assassins are just the cops. Because wouldn't they go be like, oh, you just murdered like 100 people in the streets. We got like 5,000 witnesses. We're going to take you to jail. I guess it's just an understood that they only kill each other instead of bystanders, maybe. And so they're the world's okay with it. But then... How many murderings that John Wick just does alone, not including the other assassins, just him himself? You would think that you would have to have like a professional body removal service or something because like there's just so many like it, it'd be like a janitor. But for like the city, it's like, oh, well, here's your bring out your dead and bring out your trash at like the same time and pile them up, you know? <laughs> well, well, they they also kind of address that in the first one. With the, the uh, I'd like to make a dinner reservation. Yes, I remember that, but you have not seen a dinner reservation since. Uh, I think there's been talk of dinner reservations a couple times, but, uh, and I, well, I think there was one other one. I think there was one other one. Okay, well, I'll talk about three then. Then how come in three, in New York City, they're blatantly murdering people in the streets and there's no dinner reservation needed? Oh yeah, I guess I man, I I think you're right. Maybe maybe that's just normal in New York, man. Like maybe that's just every day. You know, you're just walking around. And you're like, oh, there goes one. You haven't been to New York, Mike? No, no, I've never been to the city. Mike, you've been everywhere. You're the one that gets to travel and see all these things with your government job. Yeah, no, I haven't been to that. That uh, the the the. the the city that never sleeps, New York. Well, I don't get to go anywhere because it takes money. So I just stay at home. Well, don't you, you, you go to a couple places like, uh, don't you go to like Sedona and then back? Yeah. When I'm showing houses, I'll go to Flagstaff and then back or Phoenix oh, and okay. I'll go to Phoenix for work or Laughlin for work. There you go. Laughlin, you know. Uh, yeah, man, getting down to casinos. Yeah, the re- the retirees Vegas. Nice, dude. Very nice. I mean, it's you're just getting ready because you're living the retirement town. I do. Like, I feel at home. Like when I go to Laughlin, being the only person under fifty five, and I show up at the casino, I'm like, this is perfect. Feel like I'm at home. Yeah, you go to the 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 blue plate special. 
Oh yeah, dude. I still eat dinner at three o'clock in the afternoon. Yeah, yeah. Nice, dude. Nice. Second dinner, third dinner. Terrible, Mike. Terrible. Okay, all right. So we need to we need to move along because we're already halfway through, Mike. So I I know I hate to interrupt and make you ask me what beer I'm drinking, but I'm going to do it anyways. Okay, Matt. What beer are you drinking this fine morning, evening, afternoon? <sighs> well, Mike, it's uh, basketball season, and this beer's still on sale. It's the uh, the Suns Brew. It's the Four Peaks Suns Brew. It's a it's a I don't know if it's a Kolsch or if it's just a lager, but it's a little bit lighter for the uh, Phoenix Suns games and things. But you can buy it at the store. Awesome, man. Excellent, excellent. Yes, no, I it am, is a Kolsch, Kolsch-style ale. Yeah, I am drinking another fantastic IPA, and it is uh, Sierra Nevada's Atomic Torpedo. It's an Imperial. It's a strong one. Sounds like garbage to me, Mike. Uh, it's it's bitter garbage. It's great. So, yes, garbage. Dude, don't, you don't have to lean back so far. It's going to take you a minute and a half to answer now. Jesus. No, no, no. Okay, Mike. All right, here we go. Go ahead. Start thumbing through. Look it up. I know you're ready. Mike, what is today's incredible dad joke? I got dad jokes. I don't think they understand, though. Gotta think I'm funny. Other people never laugh, though. Dad jokes. All right, dude. I I am I'm 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 looking it up right now. It's it's uh it's a good one, dude. Why did the octopus blush? Uh he was out of ink. Because it saw the ocean's bottom. Oh, that's terrible. That's so horrible, Mike. That's a horrible dad joke. That's a legit dad joke, though. <laughs> yeah, you're welcome. <laughs> yeah, you, you're going to get a t-shirt of that one, right? Heck yeah, man. Okay, Mike, most important question of the podcast. How does John Wick Chapter 4 relate to the Marvel Cinematic Universe? All right, Matt. So this this was a little bit, you know, easier because there's quite a few characters in this movie, but a little bit muddied because uh, some questionable, I, I guess, well, here, I'll just go through it. So uh, I could have done Clancy Brown uh, from What If He Was Surtail, but... I was like, well, we haven't really done any other what if tie-in, so I skipped that one. And then it is part of the MCU, though, even though it's a TV show and a cartoon, it's still considered yeah. part of the MCU. Yeah, and then there's uh, Bill Skarsgård, uh, which was in Deadpool two. He was uh, Zig Zigeist, uh, but you know, Deadpool. It's kind of questionable because of the whole. Like, I guess it's going to be merged, but not merged yet. Well, it's a Fox product, so technically his introduction is going to be Deadpool 3. And then, uh, well, there's uh, uh, Hiro Yuka Sanada. Uh, he was in Avengers Endgame as uh, Akihito. I'm sure I messed that up, too. But anyway, uh, that's the tie-in. Okay, so you have several, but the last one is probably the legit one. Yeah, that's what I was kind of getting at. It was just there was 
there was a kind of tribute. Uh, I don't want to say tributary. Uh, close fingers, but not quite. So, do you think Keanu Reeves is ever going to do a Marvel movie, Mike? Well, you know, his schedule just freed up. Whoa. Are we already getting into spoilers there, Mike? Well, I mean, we're in spoiler zone. Well, we got to let people know. Let people know that we're now in spoilers. So, okay, Mike, we're now in spoilers. Uh, whatever. We already did it. Go ahead. Why <laughs> Why did his schedule free up, Mike? Uh, well, you know, John Wick perspires at the end of this movie. Uh, perspires? He sweats? Uh, yeah. Um... <laughs> Uh, anyway, expires. He, expires. Yeah, that's what I meant. Expires. Eh, you know, I had part of it. It sounded similar. You had an Ayers. Uh huh. Yeah, yeah, Ayers. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I know that's a huge kind of like spoiler, but uh, I don't know. It's it. I think it was good. I think it was good for the series, Matt. Do you think it was a a, a good call? Honestly, I'm kind of surprised they went to four films. I figured they were going to do something in the third, make them finally retire or what. But uh, I'll be honest, I'll just put it out there. I think four is way better than chapter three. I think take chapter three out and have chapter one, two, and four. Like that's a that's a great trilogy right there. Yeah, I, I really like four. I, I like the flow of it. Um, I know it was long. I was a little worried about its length. It's two hours and 50 minutes or whatever. And with the trailers, man, they're really pushing the trailers in my theater, man. Really? It's 25 minutes. That's a lot of trailers. Dude, we had two red band trailers on mine, on my showing, but yeah, we had a lot of trailers on mine too, but it was also opening night on. So I have to go at night on Thursday now so I can talk about it on Friday morning. So I went on Thursday night. But we had two red band trailers, which were fantastic, and about it, was it, five it, or six other ones. Was it the uh, Suko or uh, Susa or whatever the the um, Nazi killing one? Yes, was that a red band? Yes, I want to see that. Dude, that one's awesome. I really want to see that. Awesome. Yeah, that looks absolutely fantastic. And then the other one is. Um, I don't remember the name of it, but I, the trailer's been shared with me before. Uh, it's a comedy. It has a bunch of uh, young Asian women that uh, grew up and they're going home to, I think it's either China or Japan. I think it's China to find like their birth parents. And it's like this insane, like, like teenage comedy, not teenage, but like college years kind of comedy. Oh, okay. I don't think I saw that red band, but I saw the one with the, the, the Nazi and like... The Finnish uh, gold miner. Yeah, that looks really good. But if you want to watch this trailer, for those of you that are in our Facebook group, might clearly don't pay attention. Uh, Real Film Nerds listener uh, Leslie Earl Lyman uh, posted the trailer in there, and that's where I first saw it, and I watched it in there. And I'm spacing on the name of the movie, and I don't want to make noise with my keyboard, so I'm not going to look it up. But uh, it looks really fun and uh, hilarious. It's it looks like it's a coming of age story. Um, the young lady from Everything Everywhere All at Once that played the daughter. Oh yeah, okay. She's one of the main characters in it. She's one of the girls that's going home. 
Oh, okay. Or not All right. home, but going to China to find her birth parents. To like, yeah, yeah. going on this journey, I guess. Yeah, like exactly. A- yeah, it's kind of a road trip coming of age hilarity. Uh, it reminds me very much of like a American Pie or Euro Trip or like something like that, you know? Ah, uh, yeah, yeah. Like a road trip, Euro Trip. Euro Trip was hilarious, man. I, I love that yeah, movie. Yeah, that movie was great. It was very underrated. I thought it was a lot of fun. But yes, it's something like that. Or even like a. That one that came out in the late 2000s um, that had the uh, GTO in it and the guy that played Cyclops. Um, it was a road trip across country. It had Seth Green as an Amish guy. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I know which one you're talking about. It's uh, it, Isn't it named the Amish? Uh, I forget what the no, Amish it's not word is. Amish something. I thought it was called like the the writer i don't i don't remember i don't i don't remember but that was that was a really fun hilarious film and it it didn't do very well at the box office either you know comedies just don't i guess i don't know well i i mean i think some of them do but uh yeah there's been a lot that haven't haven't done well i mean american pie when that came out man of course you know we're dating ourselves that was a long time ago with 99 that did well yeah but you could get away with a lot more shit back then too. So that's why I'm interested to see this one and how much they push the boundaries because they already pushed the boundaries in the trailer. That's why it's a red band trailer. Um, there, uh, so it opens up and it has this Asian family is how the trailer opens and they're standing there and they're at a school and, uh, they have their little daughter and they're getting ready to register for school and stuff. And then this white couple comes up and it's uh you'll recognize the guy he's from the office uh he's the dad and then there's also a, a recognizable face that plays the mom i'm spacing on names i'm just stupid today i don't know and they say uh do you mind if our uh daughter plays with your daughter and she comes out from behind him and she's the chinese kid they adopted from you know china and she's like four or five years old and they run up and hug each other and they're like you're gonna be my best friend ever <laughs> <laughs> so they nice. already started off like extremely kind of controversial in a way yeah yeah uh matt was it called sex drive yes that's the one yes that see mike is looking stuff up on his phone so you can't hear it but yes that's the one with the dude that plays that's from cyclops uh in x-men and he's also in westworld he's the older brother that owns the gto i just remember the gto judge oh that car's so sweet Nice, dude. Did you did you see that uh, Dodge? Um, was it Challenger Demon that they're gonna come out with? It's like a thousand horsepower. Oh yeah, dude. I want one, but I don't have any money, so that's not gonna happen. Yeah, and it's 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 like priced like ninety six 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 or something. Like it's price. It's awesome. <laughs> they need to have Ghost Rider on it too, but yeah, that's awesome. Oh, I'm sure somebody will do that. I mean. If they are paying that kind of money. But, dude, it actually gets pretty good gas mileage. I think it's 13 city. Pretty good. Yeah, that's better than my truck. My truck's still at 12. Yeah, and you don't have a 1,000 horsepower. Oh, no. No, no. I have a decent amount, but not a 1,000. No, but, yeah, so uh, the one of the more modern iterations of Ghost Rider, he drives a Dodge Challenger instead of a motorcycle. Oh, interesting. Okay, Not cool. the new Challenger, though. He drives the old Challenger. Ah, okay. I gotcha. Anyways, I'll get back on track. Uh, Okay, Mike. So John Wick 4, we haven't really talked about it a whole lot. Uh, The big thing for me is uh, Donnie Yen. I did not know Donnie Yen was in this, and he is freaking amazing. I love him so much. He's one of the best martial artists of our day. Uh, I put him at the level of Bruce Lee. 
Now, Bruce Lee, I think, is still above him, but he's up there. Like, he creates his own martial arts for films and roles and stuff. It's crazy. Uh, yeah, no, it was really cool. He was a great addition to the franchise. I think his character was great. Uh, it was definitely fun to see a um, a, uh, a visually impaired uh, martial artist and, and how he just adapted and still just kicked ass. Now, Mike, you know, he was a visually impaired martial artist in Star Wars as well. Ah, yes, of course, man. Rogue One. I always had to bring that up. I love Rogue One. I thought it was so good. But anyways, I, I love Donnie Yen, and he looks up to Bruce Lee, and he's inspired by Bruce Lee quite a bit. He actually uh, pays homage to Bruce Lee in this film based on his dress and how he acts and how he talks and how he walks and things. Um, Bruce Lee, in a few of his roles in his films, he wore a uh, black suit with a white shirt with a really thin uh, black tie, and that's what uh, Donnie Yen wears in this. Not all the time, but for a part of it. Oh, that's cool, man. I don't think I I, I, I caught that. Uh, I've I've seen him in all those uh, Ip Ip Man uh, movies, and they're fantastic. Uh, so I was uh, I was pleasantly surprised that he was in this, and uh, I don't know the characters in this were great, man. I mean, I guess they pretty much have always good good bad guys and stuff like. But uh, Skarsgård was uh, he was he was a character you love to hate. He was like this just cocky person, and you just it, it was great, man. Oh, and it's interesting because he's he's a great bad guy, but he doesn't even do any fighting. He never even really kills anyone. Like he doesn't. He has everyone else do his bidding. You know. Oh yeah. Even though he's but like this marquee that's supposed to be like the enforcer of the high table. He just hires everyone else to do it. Yeah, but he, you know, he's high up, man. That's how the high ups work. You you delegate. He he was a good delegator. And then there was uh, you know, Clancy Brown is the harbinger. That was interesting. That's a new uh level I guess we haven't seen before is a harbinger. We haven't seen a marquee before until this film. So we had two introductions to people that serve the high table directly. So that was kind of cool. Yeah, that was cool, man. One thing I have um, to say, and you can't blame the movie for this, but I would have liked to seen Lance uh, Reddick in it a little bit more. But, you know, they killed his character. and But at least they had a little, you know, shout out to him at the end, you know, in his memory. Because, you know, he passed away recently. Yeah, no, that was a. Uh, it was sad to see him <laughs> get killed so quickly in the movie because, uh, you know, he he's had kind of a decent part um, in uh, in the let's see in three. Yeah, it's three that uh, the the hotel's under siege and he has like a big part. Yeah, like he's 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 like a big part. He has a really big part in three, and then we get introduced to him in two. When John goes to the uh, the hotel and checks in, and he watches his dog. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, he was in he was in one a little bit, but he was just a little like just barely, you know, just the concierge guy. Right. So right, not at the level that he was in two, and definitely not at three. I mean, in three, he's one of the main characters for sure. Yeah, yeah. In three, he was a big character, definitely, definitely. Now, so what about the Continental in Japan? How beautiful was that? Dude, it was awesome. 
That was really cool. That That's one thing I talked about on the radio and I haven't talked about here. John Wick has always had really good cinematography, but John Wick 4, in my opinion, is the best cinematography of the entire series. It was just beautifully lit, beautifully shot. The camera angles they used were some of the most unique I've seen. That whole fight scene at the end where they're going through, I don't even remember the building, but they're shooting from the top down as he's just murdering all these people was just, wow, dude. I l- absolutely love that. That was so unique and fun. Oh, yeah, man. The top down with the incendiary rounds and the sh- uh, dude, that was awesome. Dude, yeah, the Dragon's Breath, and Dragon's Breath is a real round that you can buy. Now, it's outlawed in a lot of places that are fire-sensitive, but you can purchase it. Nice, dude. Nice. Uh, no, it was, it was. Uh, you know, it's, it's always awesome with the gunplay. Everything's always cool. Oh, what did you think of the new character? Uh, what, what did he call? He called himself Nobody, just the guy with the dog who kind of like... Yeah, Mr. Nobody, to, the tracker. Yeah. Oh, dude, I loved Mr. Nobody. I thought Mr. Nobody was a great addition to the uh, universe. I just wish I would have known a little bit more about him. I'm trying to wonder if he was... Trying to wonder. I'm kind of wondering if he has been tracking John kind of from the start and just wanting a big payday because he had notes going back in his book quite a long way. And then how John like respected him and God, the whole shout out to his dog and just dogs in general on this one. It's a nice bookend to end the first one. Cause you know, the first one is dogs have always been a big part of the John Wick series, but just the nods to the dogs in chapter four is just awesome. You know, like the guy tried to kill his dog and like John Wick stopped him, you know, like th- oh, yeah. that kind of shit was just awesome. I thought when he showed up with his dog, it was going to be a lot more like uh, chapter three with Halle Berry's dogs, but it wasn't. There was a little of that, quite a bit of stunts with the dog, but not at the Halle Berry, lo- Berry level where like the dogs were his weapon. You know, the dog was in addition to him where Halle Berry, like the dogs are her weapon and she kind of shot here and there. Right, right. Yeah, no, He. it's just, uh, I think it's an addition uh, used when needed, uh, but m- most of the time uh, just a companion, I guess, like a loyal companion. I don't know. Yeah, no, I liked it. I thought he was great, and I would love to see more of him, and we might see more of him. Mike, uh, do you know that there are two spinoffs already in the making? I, I, I did hear about there's a Continental uh, series uh, on Peacock, and then there is a, uh, so, uh, what is it called? Uh, a ballerina uh, spinoff, right? Yes. That, that's like a Russian uh, killer or something? Yes. So the Continental is supposed to be a prequel, and it's going to be kind of Winston's rise to fame and who he is and how he is and how he was molded. And then the ballerina we don't know a whole lot about that yet, but that's the group that John wick was brought up to as an, through as an orphan. Uh, we saw them mostly predominantly in chapter three, but they were also in chapter four. And you know, that whole, the lady that was like the mother of him and all that in New York and all that, that family, that's what the ballerina is going to be about. Now they, I don't know if it's going to be about a specific assassin that works for them or if it's just going to be about the organization, or if if it's going to be a prequel of John Wick coming up through the ranks as a young John Wick. 
Yeah, I'm not. I'm not sure what they're gonna do. I'm kind of hoping it's a like a female assassin. I think that'd be kind of cool. But like, she kind of runs into John Wick somewhere along the way or something. They like through their common connection, like uh, like staying at the Continental or something. And I think that'd be cool. Well, one that I think that would be very successful, and I'm kind of surprised they haven't done it, would be uh, a show on Akira, the um, young lady of the uh shimasu the guy that ran the uh japanese continental his daughter is akira that's her name not the cartoon the famous anime same name though but you know and she's in that end scene so why not have a show or a movie maybe just a trilogy of her you know seeking out her revenge yeah no i think that'd be good I don't know, Mike. Only time will tell. And I don't think this is the last of it because uh, it made way too much money this weekend. Did you see the box office numbers? Uh, yeah, I think it was, was it 75 million. Yeah, it made the most out of any other John Wick to date. Opening weekend, obviously. Yeah, I, 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 I think the article I read said John Wick's the, the oddity here because the, the first movie, the second movie, the third movie, and the fourth movie, each movie opened bigger than the other one and for sequels that just doesn't happen no that doesn't make any sense ever but hey you know i really like john wick four you know and i think we're definitely gonna see more keanu reeves in the shows um i'm proud i'm pretty sure they're gonna have to throw a green screen on him and they're gonna have to de-age him or something but he's already been seen on set for the shows so this is not the last of john wick but i think keanu's role is actively not in there anymore and they purposely kind of left it open-ended is he dead is he not dead because they were going to film john wick four and five at the same time but i don't think that's happening anymore because i think john wick four is the end of the films at least with john wick starring in him in my opinion yeah man i i I think he's he's done and i think that's fine um Keanu Reeves is getting a little older and, and uh, I'm sure this this has got to be just so grueling, dude, to try and get ready for these movies. Well, and all the I, stuff he has to do. I mean, all the training and this, you know, specifically three and four, throwing in all the martial arts on top of the gunplay. I mean, dude, he was already killing himself to learn the competitive shooting and, you know, reloading and gunplay and all this stuff. And then now to throw on all these martial arts too, dude. They should have done it in the first one when he was younger. Yeah. No, I mean, but they they didn't know that was going to be what it is. So anyway, uh, you know, he's done such a great job. It's been such a fun character to see developed and learn about the world and stuff. And um, yeah, no, just. I think what it was, was John Wick the original was a one-off. It was just going to be one and done. The story's great. This is cool. What if, and every, and someone saw it and went, dude, we need to do more of this. And they came out with a sequel and that was it. The rest is history. Cause you know, the instant they did the sequel, they're like, we got more story to tell. It's on like Donkey Kong. Interesting. Oh yeah, man. Interesting fact too, is the guy that wrote one, two and three didn't write four. Oh, they got a different okay. screenwriter in for four. All right. Not that that's a bad thing, but he was kind of pushed out in three from what I was reading. So anyways, okay, Mike, I can tell you're fading and you're scratching your butt and uh, no, don't eat. Mike, don't eat it. That's gross. 
Oh, 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 yeah. Okay. It's not. It's not fudge, Mike. It's not fudge. So, okay. All right. How many reels do you give John Wick Chapter Four? Uh, I'm gonna give John Wick Chapter Four four and a half reels. I really had a great time. Yeah, Mike. I would have given it five, but I think five is reserved for the original. So I also give it four and a half. I just absolutely loved this film. I thought it was fantastic. It was fantastic, dude. It was a great, great, great movie, man. I don't know if we've ever reviewed the first and second one. I know we did the third, but I don't know if we did one and two. Uh, I don't know if we have. We probably should. We might have to go back we and prob- do those when we have a slow slow period. Yeah, well, I, I just watched them. Uh, they happened to be streaming on uh, Peacock, and uh, I watched all three of them to get ready for this movie so i only watched the third one but mike you do know i own all three of them in high definition box set oh yeah of course you do yeah it's john wick dude how can i not it's true it's true how can you not oh not just high definition sorry 4k that's what i meant to say i originally had them in high def and then i got the 4k versions so much better oh you upgraded them no no i bought a box set of 4ks together Oh, oh, okay. Gotcha. Next, I need to save up and buy myself a Dolby Atmos surround sound system, and then I'll be sitting pretty. But I figure I probably need a bigger house to have an Atmos system because they are pretty freaking extensive. There's a lot of speakers. Well, you could get one of those Atmos bars or whatever, and like uh, you kind of do a smaller, like um, thinned down version. You'll still have like 14 speakers, but like. Like, 11 of them are in the, the bar. Yeah, I don't know if it's the same, Mike. Honestly, I don't know if it's the same. Because, I mean, I have a sound bar, but I also have surround sound. And those back speakers, like, if they're not back there, it doesn't sound like surround sound. It just doesn't. Well, you can still have the back speakers with the uh, bars. Um, it's just the bar also has, like, upward. Because, you know, it's supposed to be able to bounce stuff off. And a lot, a lot of, like, uh, sound technology to figure out how it fits in your room and all kinds of stuff so mike can i look for a big box on my birthday in october from you oh yeah man you're the best yeah, if if it weighs like 200 pounds you know what you got yeah amazon prime <laughs> all right mike well uh why don't so i don't know how long we're going to be able to keep this up but i'm going to have to try and keep this up going to movies on thursday nights brand new and talking about them the next morning on the radio uh it's your pick next week but uh we both kind of decided you picked it ultimately i said pick what you want like i usually do mike uh go ahead tell the folks what film we're going to talk about next week so matt we are going to go and see a movie that looks pretty fun to me it looks a little goofy looks it's fantasy uh dungeons and dragons honor among thieves uh you know starring uh chris chris pine and michelle rodriguez it looks it looks kind of fun, man. So uh, hopefully it'll be a little lighthearted and uh, I don't know. Well, Mike, let's try not to be... T- well, I can't say we can't be too nice or too mean about this because I don't want to reveal too much yet, but I'll just say pay attention to the Real Film Nerds podcast giveaways in the coming weeks and months because Dungeons & Dragons very well possibly will be a giveaway for us. Hint, hint. Oh, man. Okay. Well, I'll be eagerly awaiting, Matt. There is honor among us real film nerds. Yeah, but still, dude, we need to do 
well, we're not even paid for this shit, but I still, I don't want to steer people wrong. If the movie's not good, we'll let people know if it's not good. If it is good, we'll let people know that too. So I anticipate it being fun. I don't think it'll be an incredible film, but I think I'm going to have a good time because dragons and medieval and Chris Pine and, uh, uh, what Michelle Rodriguez. Yeah. You can't go too wrong with that kind of setup right there. You just can't. Yeah, I think it, I think it's going to be fun, dude. Uh, I think some of the early review says it's it's fun, so we'll see. I I don't know. Well, listen here at the Real Film Nerds podcast, or to my review with good old Ma Henshaw, because she's back on the radio too with me. Woo! Uh, now I'm not going to have the radio. I should have said this earlier. I'm never going to have the radio on our podcast anymore. There's just way too much of it. This radio station has different policies. I can't add an hour-long show onto almost an hour-long podcast already because we try and stick to a half hour. We are not at a half hour right now. We're way past it. But we love John Wick. How can we not talk about John Wick longer than a half hour? We just, oh my God, it's so good. Yes, this is this is literally a a, a movie that you should see in the theaters. Uh, I don't think we stress that enough. Uh, the theaters uh, need us, and what is a better time to go enjoy your newly uh, new season of spring than watching John Wick uh, eliminate the competition? Well, all right, Mike. With that, I think uh, I think you should do your thing. How's that? All right. Well, uh, thanks for listening, everybody. Make sure to uh, follow us on the socials: Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. And we'll catch you on the next pod. Make sure to go out there and watch a movie at the theater. They need us. Thank you for listening to The Real Film Nerds. Now don't forget to follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Real Film Nerds. Now go out and catch a movie.